This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. And welcome back to Halloween month. Scariest month of all, yeah. Halloween month. Halloween month, October. Man, November came so close to being Halloween month. Yeah, missed it by that much. Yeah, just a day. If uh, if October only had thirty days, boom, November. November first would be Halloween. November, you're you're a hundred percent spookier now. Yeah, now now you've got Halloween and Thanksgiving. Wow. Two of the funnest holidays. Man, Halloween Thanksgiving is such a great one two punch. Then then yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Man, October, November, December. Q four, baby. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a what a quarter. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Especially compared to like Q one. Come on. January, February, March? I mean, I don't see what you have against uh, Dr. Martin Luther King or (laughs) Black History Month. Yeah, but those aren't like, you're not uh, eating candy or a bunch of food for those months, for those holidays. We're getting presents, baby. Yeah, we're getting presents. Um, You get presents still for Christmas? Yeah, I get presents. Yeah, I get presents for Christmas. My parents, uh, uh, they bestow lavish gifts on me. Every year, I'm 36. Uh-huh. Every year, it's always like every year, a new model train. I think it's still like they they buy the same amount of of gifts for me. Oh every, no, my my than gift. they did like as they did when I was like five. Yeah, no, I get like a reasonable amount of gifts now. Well, guess a what? lot of what I get are like socks and undershirts. Yeah, because uh, you were bad. <laughs> No, because like <laughs> your mom's like, I know you've been up no, because like that's what's useful, and like I've told everyone like don't buy me clothes because like you buy like you buy me clothes that I'm not gonna wear. I'm yeah. a very stylish man. I have a particular style I need to uphold. Blue plaid shirts. Blue plaid shirts. Uh, so so just socks and underwear, and you know those I go with the classics. Yeah, Hanes. Ooh, white socks? Hanes, yeah, white socks. Tidy whiteies? Uh no, not tidy with boxer shorts. I mean, although like, you know, we've had a, a a plethora of underwear and sock sponsors throughout our our days and uh those are always a lot better. So those are tell usually me. I just wear those like three or four times. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put a pin in this cuz I want to say one thing. Uh every single one of my uh socks Mm-hmm. has gotten a hole in it in the last month. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> socks that I've had for like five years. Uh-huh. Socks that I've had for five days. I think my feet might be growing. I think I'm walking oh, differently. Wow. But the thing I wanted to say is uh, yeah, my mom this year- your gait. My mom this year uh, suggested like, hey, have out, like, you know, I've always been saying like, stop getting me so many gifts. I'm not yeah. five years old. I mean, I'm almost 40. Yeah. Uh, and my mom suggested, hey, how about we like- you know, do very little presence this year. And it's like, great idea. But in my head, I was just like, God uh, damn it. In your head, you're like, ah, time, times are tough in our house. 
But Tom, look at this. I got I got a hole right here in this sock. Oh wow! This is one of my heftiest. That, heftiest I mean, socks. yeah, those are pretty. Those are those are decent. Those are hefty. Um, I have one pair of wool socks. So it's too too it's hot, too hot to wear socks. right now. But like, it's the only thing that I'm not rubbing up against uh the, my shoe all day now. Uh, have you changed your shoes? No. Uh. I don't know what's happened. Uh, how aggressive are you at throwing out socks to get holes? Uh, not enough, because like right now, <laughs> oh, I'd be, be left yeah, sockless. You'd be barefoot. Yeah, I'm just going to wear uh, flip-flops to work every day. <laughs> uh, wow, then every day would be a vacation. That's true. And nobody at work would like you. <laughs> I do wear sunglasses indoors all day. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. And I rarely, I sometimes take off my shirt, or I just leave a button down open all the way. I, uh, I've been more aggressive at throwing out things to get holes in them lately. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to repair this. Mm. This hole's just going to get worse. You're not going to get a darning kit? <laughs> no, I'm not going to darn anything. Um, no, and I've had too many embarrassing situations where I've shown up at somebody's house and completely understandably, they're like, oh, we're like a no-shoes house. And I'm like, oh, no problem. And I'm like, oh, I'm wearing my whole socks. Oh, yeah. no. Happens to me all the time now. Yeah, and they're like, oh, they're going to think I'm some kind of a uh, hobo or tramp walking around here with holy socks. They probably just think you're a guy who doesn't have your life <laughs> fully together, and you know what? Well, along those lines, one of the undershirts- If I, the sock fits. <laughs> one of the undershirts I brought, when we were in London last month, uh, one of the undershirts that I brought, like, had like a, uh, I, I clocked a small hole in the armpit, but somehow, I guess when it was washed- like the whole, it was like half the shirt wasn't there anymore. Mm. And by that point, I was like, well, I packed this shirt. I got nothing else to wear. I mean, you could have just bought an undershirt. It would have been like a dollar. Yeah. No, it would have been more than a dollar. A, a pound. Um, you know what? I didn't see any undershirt shops. I don't want, and I had to figure out like UK sizes and stuff. Look, this is a little off topic, Tom. Mm -hmm. But I went and tried to buy something in the UK when I was there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and I brought money that mm -hmm. I had uh, for like a year. You know, we right. got it from like uh, merchandise at our shows mm -hmm. last year. I tried to buy a beer at a bar. Yeah. Um, and I gave them a $5 note, mm -hmm. a five pound note. Yeah. And the guy laughed at me and he was like, we don't take these. And apparently they only take the plastic ones now. Oh, like, really? They happened that quickly? And they're just like, oh, yeah. And, but like. It's like, I don't know, a year ago these were fine, like they were, they were legal tender. Like, yeah. I get it, you could be like, he's like, you gotta go to the bank, mate. Yeah. You know, like like real condescending. Yeah. So like, you gotta go to the bank, mate, and get these uh, uh, switched out. Well, you should have said, well, it's a bank holiday, mate. Yeah. they always have bank, there's so many bank holidays. It's a holidays. bank holiday, friggin' every week, though. Yeah. What are these bankers doing? Going on holiday. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's not a, a good holiday, like... Halloween. <laughs> right. Uh, I was going to say, too, like, American currency, like, I can show up somewhere with, like, Confederate dollars, and they'll be like, eh, we'll take it. Yeah, maybe. Like, you get, you, they take old money. Like, yeah. you'll sometimes... Not Confederate money. Not Confederate money, but, but sometimes you'll get, like... You uh, collect Confederate money and a lot of uh, damn, relics from the damn, Confederacy, right? It's not even funny to joke about. Uh... No, but like sometimes you'll get like a quarter or something, uh, or like a dollar bill. You also collect a lot of World like, War II oh, uh, stop memorabilia. It. It'll be like from the seventies or something, and it's like, nah, they'll still take it. 
Yeah, that's true. You can use $2 bills. They'll be like, hell yeah, I'll take this. It's probably more valuable than even its face value. Yeah. uh, like Give somebody a penny from 1926, they'll be like, please. Yeah. Or like a Kennedy dollar or something. What was it? Kennedy Kennedy quarters? Yeah, dimes. Something. They put Kennedy on something for like a little while. John Kennedy? Yeah. Hmm. And then they were like, hey, he hasn't been dead long enough. Take him off. Jack? I call him Jack. Jack. Jack Kennedy? Jack Kennedy, yeah. He was on some of these coins or something. Something like that. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, it's Halloween month. Halloween month on the Complete Guide to Everything, Tom. We have a spooky one uh, <laughs> loaded up. Tim, we, yeah. We're, we're tackling one of uh, history's greatest monsters? Absolutely a yeah. monster, Tom. Yeah. And it's a monster, and then there's also a doctor associated. Well, so to be clear, we should say, uh, well, uh, it's Frankenstein. You've already seen it. It's Frankenstein. Uh, That for the sake of clarity, we'll be calling the doctor who created Frankenstein Frankenstein, and we'll be calling the monster he created Frankenstein. Okay. Just for the sake of clarity. So what you did, you read the book uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein by uh, Mary Shelley. Mrs. Uh, Mary, Mary Shelley. Shelley. Yes, um, and I that watched, is her married name. I watched the movie Frankenstein mm-hmm. uh, from 1931 because I didn't want to read a book. Yeah. And Tom, you're from like 1931. I, yeah, that's when the movie came out. Almost a uh, hundred damn years ago. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, Wow, yeah, really, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, 87 years ago, I guess? Yeah, close. Very close. Uh, but uh, uh, it's it's very different, and you were just like, uh, I'm going to read the book and, yeah, and purist. give a book report. <laughs> and and I was like, I'll watch the movie, and that'll be a good counterpoint. And then you were like, uh, you, were like you should watch the one that came out uh, recently. I Frankenstein? No, I think was? maybe it's the one where like De Niro plays the monster. Is that one? Yeah, I think Coppola made it. Oh, yeah. I think it's called Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Right, from yeah. the 90s. I Frankenstein, which I looked up uh, with Aaron Eckhart, um, is like a sequel to Frankenstein, kind of. Huh. And, and it's actually, from what I read, like I mean, it seems like it was a pretty bad book. But it was like a fairly no, I guess it introduced like a bunch of like magic and stuff. Yeah, you probably like that. No, I don't like magic. What do you like? I like to be clear, Pure I science. like magic, but I don't like magic. You like magic tri- you like magicians. I like magicians, yeah. I don't like magic. Who's your favorite magician? Lance Lance Burton? <laughs> no, it's not Lance Burton. It's uh, oh, the, Valentino. The, the, no, the Pendragons. No, it's Valentino. That son of a he he sold <laughs> that out. Turncoat. He broke the code, Tom. He broke the magician's code week after week. And that's what I like about him. He let me in. Yeah, you know what? He made it accessible for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I Frankenstein actually seemed like it was fairly accurate, to, like to where it left, where it picked up from the story. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you named these movies that I should watch, and I was like, I'm going to watch the original 1931 Frankenstein because guess what? What? 
It's 70 minutes long. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ideal length of a movie. Actually, it's a little bloated in parts, to be honest. (laughs) That's back when, like, uh, making a movie any longer was a fire hazard because of the the silver nitrate in the film. Yeah, you couldn't have that much (laughs) film. It's like, that's too much film. Were you trying to set the whole damn town on fire? Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the townspeople were trying to set the whole damn town on fire, but we'll get to that. In the movie, yeah. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen in the book, Tom. I feel like the book is way different from the movie that we all know and love. The book's way different. I think so. I haven't seen the 30s movie. Should we start with the book? Should I tell you about the book? And yeah. And how the book worked? Sure. So the book starts with this guy. Oh, what's his name? He's Victor a- Frankenstein. No. Uh, I think his name's Captain Walton, but I call him Captain No Friends. Because uh, he didn't have any friends. He didn't have any friends. Uh, guess what? I bet he'd be like, uh, my books are my friends. No, I don't think he even read. No, nah, yes. he read. He was Cap- a pretty smart no, guy. Sea captains don't read. They no. they only read the charts. No, but listen, this guy was an explorer. He was he was trying to get to the North Pole to explore. He's one of those kinds of captains. Okay. He wasn't like a pirate or or whatever you think or a war captain. I just thought he was a guy on the high seas doing whatever. Maybe he, a deadliest a, catch type of. Is this a deadliest catch situation? No, they weren't even fishing or nothing. Hmm. They were just like, let's go and it, it, you know, it's like the 1700s. Nobody knows what the hell's out anywhere. Why don't we? Hey. Might as well be us. Let's go explore the North Pole. All right. So Captain No Friends is somehow well read. Yeah. Well, he's trying to get to the North and Pole. And the reason why I call him to Cap- kill Santa Claus. No, the reason why I call him Captain No Friends is this guy. Like the whole beginning of the book, he's just like, oh, like I have no friends. Like nobody understands me. He's very emo for being a, a sea captain. Well, I mean, uh, sea captain's a pretty good job for an emo fella. Yeah, but he's got like a whole crew. It's like, be friends with your crew, man. No, you can't be friends with them. <laughs> You're their leader. You have to be an authority yeah, figure. Yeah, but you can like, you can do... No dancing on the deck. Good <laughs> <laughs> dancing. So anyway, they're they're trying to explore the North Pole, and then they see like a, a guy, I think he's... Yeah, I think the first guy, he, he's he got, like, uh, dogs and stuff on a sled, and, but he's, like, gigantic. On a ship? No, out on the, they get stuck in the ice. Oh, you didn't mention that. Well, they're going to the North Pole, and he sees a guy on a, on a sled. Hey, nowadays, it'd just be smooth sailing, right? It's true. Global warming. Mm. Climate change. 2040 seems to be the... The, the new uh, drop dead date. Yeah. Well, this takes place in the 1700s, so they oh, have to worry. Not Everything's, a... Not a Everything twinkle in their eye. Everything's still real cold then. Cool. Um, Must be nice. So he sees this giant guy uh, on like a dog sled. He's like, "Whoa, look at the size of that fella!" Um, and then like a few hours later, they find another fella, but he's like uh, on an iceberg and almost dead. And they're like, "Let's get that guy." And that guy's Victor Frankenstein, the doctor. Doctor Franken, Doctor Victor Frankenstein. Can I tell you something? Yeah. In the movie, they rename uh, Victor Frankenstein, and they, they name him uh, Henry Frankenstein. Hank Frankenstein. Nice to meet you. Hank Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Hank Frank. Hey, it's me, Hank Frank. <laughs> uh, it's because they uh, thought uh, audiences would not sympathize with a man named Victor. <laughs> eh, they're not entirely off base. I don't know. I've known a couple of Victors. They've seemed nice. Um, this guy, uh, oh, shit. That reminded me of an interesting fact that I read about why his name was Victor. Because he won. It was something like that. Like, Mary Shelley took a lot of stuff from Paradise Lost, apparently, hmm. for this book. But 
Uh, did you ever read Paradise Lost? No. Why not? Too long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it's long. Just <laughs> <laughs> It's an epic poem. Yeah. So it's got to be long. Yeah, but a long poem yeah, can just exactly. be like five pages and be like, yeah, that's pretty long for a poem. Yeah, it's very confusing. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so he's like, hey, they get that guy up from the iceberg. He's going to die. So they get him up and uh, it's Victor Frankenstein. He's like, oh, what was me? And this guy immediately is like, oh, good. Another sad guy. This guy's my best new friend yeah we can play cards together the two of them play solitaire in the same room the two of them really uh hit it off and then uh victor frankenstein's like i'll tell you my my tale of woe and then so uh vic tells him about how this whole story's a flashback yeah it's an envelope story an envelope story so it like it begins and ends on the ship uh, with like, you know, Victor being like, here's what, here's my sad tale. Like the princess bride. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Classic envelope situation. So Victor's like, ah, when I was a young boy, my, uh, my, my aunt died. And then uh, her husband was like, well, I don't want to raise a baby. I want to go get married to some other lady who's not going to die. So they send... Or uh, who hasn't died yet. Because, <laughs> uh, 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 look, fellas, any lady <laughs> you meet, she's eventually going to die. Yeah, don't listen to those women out there that tell you they're immortal. Yeah, they're 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 looking for something they're, and they're nothing yeah, but trouble. Yeah, they're as mortal as the next lady. Hmm. So uh, he dumps his kid, this the the his uncle, with uh, with Victor's family. But Victor's family's like, great, we have a five-year-old boy, and this infant cousin will raise as a sister, and then when they're old enough, they can marry each other. Hmm. Was this in the day of the days of dowries? Because they're messing out, uh, messing out on a di- dowry if you're uh, marrying your child <laughs> to an adopted uh, child. Yeah. You got to pay yourself goats and stuff no i think that's probably why they were doing it they were like well we'll adopt the kid but we're not gonna pay some other suckers a dowry. oh yeah it's we'll true. just have uh him we'll just have her marry our son yeah uh and it'll be fine because they're not actually brother and sister they're just first cousins yeah it's the 1700s nobody <laughs> it's the 1700s it's fine um so they like grew up together as brother and sister and they and they really get along they really what's like, her name elizabeth hmm, okay. is she in the movie yeah, I think so. Uh, but I don't think she's his cousin. <laughs> his cousin who is... Are they rich? Is the dad's name yeah. Baron? Is He's not named Baron, I don't think, but he is a Baron. Basically, this whole... <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's... <laughs> maybe I misunderstood. <laughs> this whole freaking book is about a spoiled little rich brat. That's what I... This is exactly my note, Tom. I took notes for this movie. Yeah. Uh... Uh, is Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, just an entitled rich kid who's bored as hell? Yeah, Because all 100%. he does is just like, yeah, what else am I going to do? 100%. Like, when he's a kid, he reads all these, like, old books about, uh, like, doctoring and stuff. And it's all, you know, hocus pocus nonsense. And then when he gets to college, they're like, oh, that was all hocus pocus nonsense. Why why were you reading those old books now? Now, you know, it's the 1700s. We have modern technology like leeches and stuff. You gotta get with the with the new times. Uh, so he goes to college and he learns all the new stuff, and he's like, "Great, I'm gonna marry my my sister. Everything's going like gangbusters for me. I got a good friend." Um, but 
It's not enough for me. I'm going to try and uh, mix the old ways with the new ways and make a man, make a person. Just out of boredom. Just out of boredom. Because like he doesn't he have could. to. He doesn't have to earn a paycheck. Well, might as well uh, go off on a creative endeavor against God. Hey, maybe <laughs> I'll try to become God himself. Yeah, because yeah, I deserve there's, it. There's no real like. Uh, he's not doing this like uh, to try and get a job somewhere or anything. He's just bored. He's like, I'm gonna try and uh, create life. Uh, but it's a little. Tom, sh- did he study under uh, Doctor Waldman? Mm. There's this doctor. All the men in this movie look exactly the same, <laughs> except for <laughs> they all look like Frankenstein. No, Frankenstein's the one outlier. I, okay. I could I could follow it when Frankenstein was on the screen. And to be Everybody clear, else when we just... say Frankenstein, we mean Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, of course, that's what we've, we've established. Uh, everybody else just looks like a black and white man from the <laughs> from the 1930s. Yeah. Um, uh yeah, I think there was maybe maybe that was his name. There was like a, a professor as like very encouraging of him, but mm. I don't think he really knew like uh, this guy's gonna go try and make a man. They're very sketchy in the book about how he makes a man. Right, like they they and actually I think it's good that they kind of leave the details out. There's no like lightning and stuff. He says he cobbles together pieces from like. The morgue and the slaughterhouse, or something. The slaughterhouse. Yeah. Does, so it's it implied. Part it's implied that he's part animal, mm. but also that because like making a person's a little difficult. He had to like uh, he couldn't get like the vein, it, like you know veins and stuff like that. It's too much work. So he made the man like a little bit bigger. So that's why Frankenstein's like eight feet tall, just so like he could get his hands in there easier. But you still need parts. Yeah. But what did he it, it, bolster it with, like foam rubber? It's not real clear. He has watery white eyes. Okay, so do so do I, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Frankensteinly, uh, and he's got yellow skin, pull, barely pulled over the muscles in his body. Jaundiced. Yeah, but like it's not real clear. Like, are some of those like, you know, like cow muscles and stuff? Yeah. And, like, what's the yellow skin? Is that just, like, a tarp he found or something? It might just be, you know, skin. <laughs> Again, it's not real clear. It might be, like, you know, the, the rotting flesh, right? But it's not rotting. It's fine. It's just yellow. I mean, when he found it, it was uh, off a dead person. It's not real clear what the, what the skin's made out of. It might be parchment paper. Hmm. Paper mache, maybe. It could be. It could That'd be. be a lot less scary if. Uh, well, he wouldn't be able to move as easily once man. he dried. He'd be like in a cast. Yeah. Be like a guy in traction. Uh, so Victor starts fucking around, making a making a monster. Okay. With no real, and then the monster comes to life, and he freaks out and like runs away immediately. But that was the whole point. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why you... Sometimes s- you do something and you think it's going to be... It's like the time I uh, I tried to make one big Swedish fish out of a, a bunch of little Swedish fish by melting it on the on the stove. Uh-huh. Uh, ultimately not successful. But if it had been successful, what, what was I going to do with that? Right. So a lot of ways you're like Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, it was a good experiment. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right. So uh, Victor Frankenstein, he like runs away. The mon- the, mon- the monster comes to life and he gets spooked. He gets Frankenstein s- comes to life. Frankenstein bolts. Yeah, and then I- not bolts in his neck. <laughs> right. Those were electrodes, and that was only in the movie. Right. In the in the book, it's unclear what gives him life. It's a secret method. Um, Mary Shelley didn't want it getting out, and then everybody started bringing men right. to life. Um. Men or abominations is what I ask. Yeah. So then I think Victor comes back for, yeah, Victor comes back and he's like, get out of here. You're a monster. He comes back. Yeah. He leaves. He comes comes back. back And the mon, and now the monster is like alive and walking around. Germany. Yeah. Germany. Okay. And he's like, get out of here. And then Victor runs away again because he's kind of scared too still. Is he like secluded in like uh, an old uh, watchtower or something? No, he's like in a town. He's, no, just, he's like, just right in the thick yeah, of it. Just, like somebody's like, quiet down in there, Victor. Yeah. So then Victor runs into. Eh, so, sounds like he's raising the dead <laughs> over there. Well, so then he runs into his friend Henry. And his friend Henry's like, hey. Uh, Henry in the movie, Dr. Oh, Henry yeah, Frankenstein. His best friend was named Victor. Is that true? Very confusing. Uh, and they uh, and Henry's like, "Hey, man, like, uh, I want to see your place." And Victor's like, "Oh, yeah, oh, oh, my place, yeah, of course, sure." And in and in his mind, he's like, "Oh God, I got a fucking abomination." Oh, this I made. sounds like a classic sitcom situation. <laughs> right. Well, it gets even better because you know they get right up to the door, and he's like, uh, and it opens up. 
and the monster's gone. Yeah, he's all nervous, and then the monster's not even there. And then Henry behind the drapes. And, yeah, uh, and that, behind the shower. Yeah, curtain. And, and Henry's doing the sitcom thing of like, hey, you seem real nervous. What were you expecting somebody in here? He's like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, and he's checking behind the shower curtain and everything. Right. This is the first time Victor. So Victor is so upset about this that that the monster he told to go away went away and ran away. This is the first of many nervous breakdowns he has. This one lasts for four months, during which Henry is his nurse. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, basically, a guy. Look, people like, had ner- it was the 1700s. People <laughs> had nervous breakdowns all the time, and whoever was with you, yeah. well, you were then in their care. It would be like if if you called me up and you were like, uh, "Hey, you want to get a beer?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I came and met up with you and got a beer, and then you're like, "Hey, I want to borrow that book you have. Can I go back to your house and get it?" I was like, "Oh, sure." And then once I got here, I had a nervous breakdown and made you take care of me for four months. Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. <laughs> um, so then, like, uh, what happens? Uh, then, then I think he gets better, and he's like, whew, really dodged a bullet there. Uh, let me go home. He was away at college at this point. I forget where. Is he a boy? Were these people boys? No, he's like, but he's like college age. He's like early 20s, I Where's imagine. Where's Elizabeth in all of this? Elizabeth's back home pining, waiting for him. Okay. And he's, you know, sending letters or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so he goes that back. That happens in the movie, too. I think, he, I think this is in Sweden, and then he goes back home to Germany. So he made the monster in Sweden. I think so. Hmm. Um, he goes, or Switzerland, maybe. One of those two. They're very different countries, Tom. <laughs> It maybe it was Switzerland. It was Switzerland. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, he goes back to Germany, and uh, he's like, huh. "You know who else couldn't tell the difference between Sweden and Switzerland? Who? Uh, President George W. Bush. Huh? Yeah. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> he always got him confused because he wasn't. He's not a smart man, Tom. Not a smart man. <laughs> That's my GW impression." Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he goes back home and he's like, "Everything's hey, everybody, I'm I'm home for a visit. Everything's fine. I ain't create an abomination." And then all of Do a sudden, they believe him. Uh, yeah, uh, and the, but then all of a sudden they're like, "The worst thing has happened. Your your sickly brother, uh, who was sickly growing up, but now he's fine. But no, he's not fine because they just found him. He's been killed. Oh no." And right away, Victor's like, oh, I bet it was a fucking monster I That made. came all the way from Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know how, but I bet he it's a it damn bones. monster. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're like, don't worry, Victor. Even though your brother's been killed, uh, they found the, the perpetrator. It was your sister, not Elizabeth, a different sister. I think her name is Margaret. Do okay. Did did they disclose any of this at this point? Like before this point? What do you mean? Oh yeah, they had these other siblings. Yeah, uh, I, feel I skipped like, it. I feel like <laughs> books in the seventeen hundred, like in the seventeen hundreds, were like the first three chapters were just family trees, just like going through like. Yeah, eh. yeah. A lot of this was, which was why I you glossed read the over Bible. It. People begetting people for freaking pages and pages. Uh, uh, enough with the begetting so they have to they go and visit margaret in jail and she's like i didn't do this and everybody and like elizabeth's like i think you might have and then she's like no i didn't elizabeth's like all right i can see i believe you now 
Uh, Thanks and, for going through that whole thing. And Victor is like, I don't think, I think you're innocent too. And he's like, I think it was my monster that did this, but he doesn't tell anybody that. Right. Uh, keeps it pent up. Ke- keeps it pent up. Uh, and, and honestly, I would think that's just paranoia. What? Right? Like you happen to create this monster and then you go hundreds of miles away. Right. And you're just like, oh, anything that bad, anything bad that happened must have been this monster. Like, right. Come on, man. Take a nap. Well, so then, so they execute uh, Margaret <laughs> for for killing. What was the evidence? <laughs> no evidence. Okay. Oh, uh, because she had the locket that William wore in her pocket when they picked her up. Uh, uh, which we find out later, the monster slipped in her pocket. Wow, this, he slips a, a locket in her pocket. This monster, by the way, the way he's described, he's like a next level Batman with like how he's able to like lurk around unseen and slip things in people's pockets and watch people. But even though he's eight feet tall and yellow, nobody sees him. Maybe he can blend in with the sun. What son? His son? The son. Oh, the, the yellow son. son. Oh, the yellow Earth, son. Earth's yellow son. Um, so, uh, uh, maybe he always traveled near a school bus. <laughs> they didn't have those back then. Uh, I forget what I like. So I think he, yeah, like Victor knows it's him, and but he doesn't tell anyone. He just lets his sister be executed. Rather than being I mean, like, if uh, he's like, no, I created a monster, they'd be like, no, you didn't. Well, or he could be like, I did it. Then he would be executed. Yeah, but that'd be better than Then his who's going to stop the monster? True. So, um, look, his sister, Margaret, mm-hmm. collateral damage, it buys him time to find this monster. Well, so then I, I forget if he goes back to Switzerland or he stays where he is, but uh, the monster comes to him. Like the monster comes in, he's like, "Oh, you goddamn monster! You you killed my my brother, and caused the indirectly caused the death right. of my sister, and, and caused the death of my sister." And then the monster is like, "Yeah, well, you're you're no." Uh, Does the monster talk? Yeah, the monster is very articulate. Really? Yeah, oh. and the monster is like, "You you suck! You're an asshole! I'm gonna oh. let me tell you what I've been through." You find out after the monster ran away. He went and found like a house and he just like hid in like uh, like an old part of the house or something. And he just watched this family and he learned English from them. How oh. long was how long did this happen for? Maybe like six months. Okay. He stole Victor's diary when he ran away too. Mm. People the- should stop keeping <laughs> diaries. <laughs> well, and that's how he knew where Victor was exactly. from. Exactly. There's too much uh, information in a diary. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Frankenstein just like hangs out in the woods watching this family. He learns English. He learns, uh, like a bunch of stuff and he's like, oh man, like I wish, uh, I could be, you know, a person. And then one day the family goes away and the dad's blind conveniently. So Frankenstein sees his chance and he goes to the guy and he's like, hello, I'm just a regular man. Uh, ah. And he's talking with him. Taking advantage of the blind. <laughs> yep. he is. And he's talking with the guy for a while and they're like really hitting it off. And then all of a sudden the family comes home and they lose their minds because, you know, they come inside and they're like, oh, who's... we're sighted people. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, dad, who's your new friend? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a monster. Uh, so Frankenstein runs away and now he's like super pissed because he's learned how to talk. He's learned how to read. He's very smart now. 
He just wants to be included with the gang. And he's like, why'd this asshole make me if this is, you know, my fate? I'm going to go, let me check in his diary where he lives. I'm going to go kill his brother. (laughs) Did he think it was him? Who? No, it was some... Frankenstein, and of course I mean the monster. Yeah. I can't imagine his eyesight's all that great. No, it was something like uh, the brother's like, unhand me, my my brother is Dr. Frankenstein. You have no idea who you're messing with. Or I think he tells him his dad's Alphonse Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's he, a baron. Yeah, he's Christ like sakes. my dad's a big deal, and he's like Frankenstein. That's my name, but also the name of the man who made me. And he just Frankenstein. Why did you say that name? <laughs> and he just chokes the life out of him because he's uh, so mad. Yeah. And then he he goes and tells. This uh, is why I'm glad I'm not a hulking strong man. <laughs> uh, I get so mad, and I just choke the life out of people. So he he goes back to, you know, and then we come back. There's an envelope within an envelope, and we come back to him. And he's like, and that's what happened to me, Dr. Frankenstein, and now I'm real pissed at you for making me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's my demand. You got to, uh, and this is where I would say, where I would argue, Frankenstein was, is the world's most famous incel. So Frankenstein's like, look, no <sighs> women want me. You got to make me uh, a woman. Make me a bride of Frankenstein. A bride of Frankenstein. Like, that's what I want. And, and make her have crazy hair. He, he specifically was like, and you better make her real ugly like me. So Did he say that? Yeah. Like, so no other so man, no other man want wants her. So she has to be with me. And uh, if you don't do that, uh, boy, howdy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip you limb from limb, Dr. Frankenstein. I'm gonna, not even that. I'm going to do that to all the people you love. Frankenstein's like, uh, Dr. Frankenstein's like, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, if you don't, I'll be with you on your wedding night. Uh, that's, you know, a, that's a threat. It, it was a direct threat. Um, so how does uh, uh, Dr. Frankenstein uh, respond to this threat? He runs away. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he he's, he's like, ah, I could do that. I could make a bride of Frankenstein. Or I could just... Get out of here. I could just uh, sail to England. Skedaddle. You went to England? Yeah. Uh, so he goes to England, and in his head he thinks, well, maybe the monster will leave her and accident will kill him <laughs> before he, like... Wait, really? He thinks an accident will kill I mean, I'm sure he's pretty clumsy. No, this Frankenstein, he's, like, running up mountains and stuff. Jeez. Um, he's created a monster. He really has. So then... Uh, 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 Dr. Frankenstein's buddy's like, oh, you're going on a trip? I'll come with you. I'll tag along. This is uh, Henry? A different guy. This is uh, Percival or something? Hercival? Sercival? Something like that. Another Did you guy. read the book, Tom? I read the book, but all these names got real confusing, <laughs> especially the two Frankensteins. Yeah, that's to reread a lot of paragraphs, I bet. Um, so he's like, uh, yeah, I'll come with you. And they go to Edinburgh. Which actually I thought was interesting because they were the two of them were basically like oh, Edinburgh's too new and fancy. We don't really like it. When we went there, Tom, it was old. <laughs> yeah, it was super old and but, dirty. But they're like, ah, it wasn't fancy at all. Yeah, but they're like, ah, you know, it's charming. They have this like cool new castle up there, but ah, too much. Um, and uh, but I thought that castle was nice. I did too, but Doctor Frankenstein didn't. And Doctor Frankenstein's like ah, stuck up little rich kid. He's like, I got a, I got a blow off my friend here because like I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. Am I gonna make a bride of Frankenstein or not? So he tells his friend, like, I gotta get out of here. 
uh, he goes to like a little hovel and he's like, all right, I'll start making another Frankenstein. For the one to have sex with? Yes. And then okay. like as he's making the Frankenstein, he's like, uh, there's somebody in the window. It's Frankenstein. He's looking through the window like, oh, what, what you got cooking in there? And he gets so mad. I don't know why. I guess he just got mad He's that he got followed he again. <laughs> oh, wait, who? Dr. Frankenstein okay. now. So Dr. Dr. Frankenstein's pissed at Frankenstein. Dr. Followed him? Yeah, and Dr. Frankenstein's like, like, dude, I'm doing it. Just leave me alone for well, a minute. So he gets so mad, he just rips the woman apart that he's making. <laughs> And Frankenstein comes in, he's like, ooh, boy, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, now I'm real mad. Dr. Frankenstein is like, all right. And then Frankenstein runs off. Dr. Frankenstein's like, all right, I got to get rid of this body. If somebody comes in here and they see this torn apart woman in here, they're not going to know I was trying to make a person. They're going to think yeah. I killed somebody. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'll, I'll, he's in Scotland. He's like, I'll go uh, take a raft out and dump the body in the, in the ocean. Did Frankenstein... And of course, I mean the monster. Mm-hmm. Did Frankenstein Swim? the doctor? What? Put a wiener on him? Uh, unclear. Okay. So it might have been like a pig's wiener or something. Yeah, exactly, you know? like a curly cue kind of thing. <laughs> That's not what a pig's wiener is like, <laughs> Tim. Once again, you're mistaking a pig's tail for its wiener. Uh, F- Doctor Frankenstein, he goes out on a on a raft to like get rid of the uh, the uh, the lady Frankenstein he made. All of a sudden, this numbskull he looks up and he's like, "Oh, damn it! Which which the hell way is back to shore?" Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> he stinks. He's a moron. He loses track of Frankenstein right away, and then like Frankenstein gives him like very clear ultimatums, and he's like, "All right, I'll listen." And he's like, "Nah, you're watching. I'm gonna rip it apart." Anyway, Dr. Frankenstein, like, uh, you know, he's out to sea, and then all of a sudden he washes up, but he's in Ireland. And the people are like, oh, man, boy, we're mad at you. And they're like, and he's like, why? And they're like, you killed this guy. You're, you know, you're the only new guy in town. You must have killed this guy. We're going to take you to court. And back then, like, they didn't really have evidence for anything. So one, I guess one. Yeah, of, they killed that lady Margaret <laughs> for no reason. Because she had a locket in her pocket. I guess one of the ways, one of the things they would do if you were suspected for murder is that they would take you uh, to the body and then be, and then, like, take like, the cover off and be like, now let's watch and see if mm. he's like, ha, that's. Oh. You rub your hands together. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. But they, they take it off, and it's his friend, Cercival, or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. and That's Cercival. Yeah, and Tim, you wouldn't guess how Victor Frankenstein responds to this, but he has a nervous breakdown again. <laughs> he has another nervous breakdown for two months in the jail, where like they take care of him and stuff just so they can hang him. They want him to be like within his right mind before they hang this guy. Mm-hmm. He's finally like better, and uh, he's like, "Ah, good news, I'm better." And they're like, "Cool, we'll hang you probably later today." Then, <laughs> but then they're like, "Ah, oh, there's a visitor for you," and he's like, "Oh no, it's Frankenstein! Don't." Which it's not Frankenstein, of course it's not Frankenstein. Nobody else has seen Frankenstein. Uh, it turns out it's his dad to bail him out of jail again. Uh, Baron Alphonse Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. Uh, so he, 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 he bails him out of jail. Um, and, uh, then, uh, Tom, did you read the book? No, I'm trying to remember like the order of things. 
Like, because I think somebody... Did no. they say he had affluenza and that's why he did this? <laughs> no, I think he, he like, didn't know any better. He he's, gets, he's a scamp. He gets Frankenstein out of jail. The doctor. doctor Frankenstein out of jail. They go back to Germany, I think. And he's like, all right, you know what? Frankenstein said he would be with me on his wedding night. I'm going to pull a fast one on him and get married to Elizabeth right away. Mm. And then... Because of that, through that loophole, he'll never be able to come after us again as soon as the wedding night is over. Yeah. yeah. So now, uh, Dr. Frankenstein, he's like with his wife right before they get married, and he's like, uh, I just got to go take a look outside real quick because I, I have a bad feel. I, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. And by this point, Elizabeth's like, oh, you're having an affair, aren't you? Like, you're you're being so cagey he and you're like come clean traveling about around the world. He doesn't come clean to anybody about Frankenstein. The monster. <laughs> the monster. So uh, he's like, oh, I just got to go outside real quick. You know, and in his mind, he's like, I know that fucking Frankenstein's outside. Uh, but he's like, oh, just, you know, make sure everything's all right. <laughs> He goes outside, and then, like, pretty much as soon as he gets outside, he hears a, a scream, and it's Elizabeth. And he looks in through the me- uh, through the window, and Elizabeth's dead on the bed, and Frankenstein's... The uh, monster. Frankenstein, the monster, is standing over her, pointing at her. <laughs> Just, like, showing Dr. Frankenstein, like, yeah, that was me, I did that. Uh, by the time he comes running back inside, the Frankenstein's monster is gone again. Man, this guy is bad at keeping track of this monster. <laughs> this he guy's created. so bad, uh, yeah. That he this monster's out of control at this he point. He slips in and out like like the and wind. What is this freaking guy so mad about? He's he's just mad that there's not a lady Frankenstein. Yeah, and he's he's already talked to him again about like, listen, pal, we had a deal. Make me a lady Frankenstein because right. nobody else wants me. Um. Uh, Alphonse Frankenstein so upset he just the Baron. Di- yeah, he just dies. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people in this book that like just die because they're very the upset. 1700s. <laughs> yeah, um, people died of upset all the time. Uh, and then uh, uh, you know now Doctor Frankenstein's like you know fuck this guy. So many people have died. I'm gonna go kill him. And uh, and Frankenstein the monster. Like leaves him a note. And he's like, "Come and get me." By the way, now I have guns. I have guns and daggers. Really? Yeah. They had guns back then. Apparently. Wow. And now the rest of the book is just uh, uh, Doctor Frankenstein chasing Frankenstein throughout Europe. That's pretty cool. And he's always like a, a day behind him, and then uh, you know, finally he almost catches him, and uh, and that's when the ship picks him up. But he's very upset, and he tells the ship captain the whole thing. And then, he, because he's so upset, he just dies. And then Frankenstein, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Frankenstein just mm. dies from being upset. Oh, but not before. So they're like trapped in ice, and all the men are like, "Ah, we should go back south. Like this is crazy. We're all gonna die." A bunch of them had already died. Yeah, Doctor, so they were probably pretty upset, and then they died. Yeah, and Doctor Frankenstein comes upstairs from below deck where he's you know having a nervous breakdown like always. <laughs> And he, and he calls all the men cowards for wanting to go back. And they're all like, all right, I guess you're right. And then he goes back downstairs and dies himself anyway. Oh, from just like 
being tired. And then when the ship captain comes downstairs, who's standing over his body but Frankenstein the monster? Whoa. Who slipped into the boat now. Wow, this guy is wily. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I know you. You're Frankenstein the monster. And he's like, this guy is sucked. This guy's this a is not like the Frankenstein of cinema <laughs> at all. Yeah, and Frankenstein the monster is like, this guy sucks. He's a real piece of shit. He made me, but he made me too ugly. Um, uh, involuntarily celibate. And I hate it. And, you know... Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, I killed everybody this guy cared about, and now he's dead. And uh, actually, at the end of the day, I'm still pretty upset about this. I'm just gonna go kill myself. What does he do? Just go he into just the like, icy waters? Yeah, he just like wanders off. All right. And the end. Question mark. Yeah. Nobody ever explains who gave Frankenstein a jacket, though. Did he have a jacket? Uh, he had a jacket in the movie. Yeah, they don't really nice say blazer. What, yeah, they don't really say what he... And, like, that would have to be a custom fit to... You can't get that off the rack, the size he is. It was all tattered, Tom. <laughs> he didn't fit in it. He was busting oh, out of okay. it. okay. Have you uh, never seen the trilogy? I'm going to give you a quick synopsis. The movie was only 70 minutes long. <laughs> okay. Uh, first, you see a curtain and a man comes out. Frankenstein. No, just this other man. I think he plays another role in the movie later on, but I can't tell because all the men look the same. Okay. Uh, and he came out and he was just like, this movie is very scary. Uh, this is the story of Frankenstein. I wanted to start the episode with his speech, but you were like, nobody will understand that <laughs> yeah, reference. I was like, nobody's getting a reference to a movie from the 30s. Um well, it's Frankenstein. It's not like it's not like Yeah, it's uh, Frankenstein, but we're doing an episode about Frankenstein. Neither of us knew the movie starts with a warning. Yeah, and then he's like, uh if if you can't handle this, well, well, we warned you. Yeah. And yeah. this was back in the days where getting so scared could kill you, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh A lot of these people probably just had infections, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that were just going in untreated. Who died of like nervous disorder. Yeah. And stuff. It's like, no, you had like... Oh, we gave him the tonic. <laughs> we gave him a, a, a heaping spoonful of nervous tonic, but but yet he died anyway. Um, it starts and there's a... There, everything takes forever in this movie, which is why this <laughs> synopsis is going to go really... Because like four things happen, but like every scene is like 25 minutes long. Okay. There's a, uh, there's a funeral for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see uh, Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, of course. Henry Frankenstein. Henry Frankenstein and Igor. But get this. Yeah. His name's not Igor. He's, he's a guy named Fritz. Okay. And he's a hunchback assistant. <laughs> yeah, and there's no assistant in the book. He wasn't in the book at all? There's no Igor. There's no Fritz. It's like nobody even knows about the monster except for Frankenstein uh, and the people the monster kills. Fritz helps him out a lot. Fritz is kind of a simple man. Okay. Um, and uh, I really think uh, Frankenstein, the doctor, is uh, taking advantage of him. Yeah, Making probably. him work on this project. Well, Frankenstein, the doctor, is a real shithead. Yeah. They're always peering over things. Okay. So, like, they're watching... Uh, the first the first words, uh, you know, there's a, there's a funeral, and then you see uh, Fritz. Let's just call him Igor, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, Frankenstein, the doctor, they, uh, they peer over the gate... They're always peering over things, and then uh, and Igor makes like a noise, and uh, and uh, Frankenstein goes, "Quiet, you fool!" <laughs> well, that's just making it worse. Yeah, exactly. And then everybody leaves, and then they go, and they uh, this this guy, uh, the grave digger, mm-hmm. he uh, he uh, 
buries his body for like 15 minutes. It's just this guy. And just then, one long take? Yeah, and then he lights a corn cob pipe for okay. like a minute and a half and smokes the corn cob pipe and then just walks off. Well, that used to pass for entertainment, just going to the cinema and watching a man smoke a pipe. Yeah, it was crazy. On the big screen. And then uh, Igor... Fritz and uh, you know, uh, and uh, the Frankenstein, the Doctor, mm-hmm. they dig up the body for another like fifteen minutes, and okay. then it, then it fades out, and then uh, then uh, his his fiance mm-hmm. gets a, a a letter from uh, from Frankenstein, the Doctor Frankenstein, <laughs> and uh, it's like, hey, I'm in this uh, like old uh, castle or this abandoned watchtower or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on my experiments. Don't come here. And then this guy, Victor, who's mm. not Victor Frankenstein, his friend Victor, okay. comes in and starts trying to make time with his fiance. Oh, man. He's like, uh, you should be with me instead, even yeah. though they're, you know, they're, they're presumably or purportedly friends. Who is handsomer, though? They looked exactly the same. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, and they go and they're like, well, let's go to the thing. And they find this. In the meantime, Igor uh, goes to this, uh, this doctor is teaching medical students about brains. Okay. And he's like, here is a perfect normal brain, and here is a an abnormal brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in these jars on my <laughs> so desk. So these are what, fourth year medical school <laughs> students? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they're on my desk. Come and look at them anytime. Class dismissed. And everybody <laughs> leaves. And uh, the whole time, who's peering? Uh, over the thing, over the wall by oh, Igor, Fritz, um, and everybody leaves. Nobody looks at the brains like the doctor, like the teacher yeah, told them to. They got other classes to go to. And uh, there's, uh, he, uh, he picks up the brain in a jar called Normal Brain. Right? <laughs> it's got this big yeah. sticker on it that says Normal Brain. He picks it up and then he turns around and a ske- there's a skeleton there because it's like an anatomy <laughs> class. Yeah. And he gets spooked and he drops it. It's pretty funny actually. <sighs> And so he just takes the the brain in the jar called abnormal, abnormal brain. brain. They bring that back, and then uh, uh, his fiance and uh, the the Victor and the doctor, the the guy that was teaching the class, mm-hmm. they all go to the the watchtower or wherever, and they're <laughs> like, the guy teaching a class get involved. He was doc- he was Doctor Frankenstein's teacher back in the day. You see, yeah, but he wasn't mad at Igor for stealing a brain. He didn't know. He, uh, here's what happened: uh, uh, Doctor Frankenstein's fiance Elizabeth uh-huh. and uh, his friend, quote unquote, Victor, uh-huh. they go to this doctor and they're like, "Your student's gone mad. You have to come oh, tell us not tell him not to do whatever experiment he's doing." They show up there. He's like, ah, fuck you guys. Stop showing up here. I'm doing my experiments. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Actually, I'm not harming anybody. Yeah, actually, come in. And they invite him in. He invites them in, and he's like, sit down. Actually, uh, the doctor goes to take a look because uh, the, the body, the, the monster who's uh-huh. not alive yet, is under the sheet on a table, and the, the doctor tries to look at it, and Igor goes, Igor goes, don't touch that. And then he starts fighting the guy. There's a lot of <laughs> scuffling and stuff. <laughs> all right. And then, uh, and then he makes them all sit down. And then uh, it rises. Uh, the the body rises to the top. Oh uh, yeah. On we a pulley all, system, oh, yeah. he gets struck by lightning. And then uh, uh, Doctor Frankenstein says, uh, 
It's alive. You remember yeah, that? From it's the, alive. Yeah. You say nobody knows this movie. Everybody says well, it's alive. People know that. They don't know the warning at the beginning. And he says, now, now I know what it feels like to be God. Oh, wow. He, he says really that. put they, a, a fine point on it. Yeah, they had to <laughs> cut that out for like 50 years. <laughs> like oh, It was really? only re- restored in like 1988. <laughs> like American society was ready for that line. Uh, well, there's this guy named Burgomaster. <laughs> Is he in the book? The Burgermaster? No, I thought it was Burgermaster. I was like, this movie's about to get good. The Burgomaster is like the mayor or something. And no. he comes by uh, uh, Frankenstein's dad is this rich guy, a yeah. baron. Uh, and the in Burgermaster. The book, nobody even knows what the hell Frankenstein's up to. Oh, yeah. The Burgermaster comes to Frankenstein's dad and he's like, hey, when's your son getting married? We're all uh, excited about it. And mm-hmm. like, we want to have a party. The townspeople do. Uh, and Frankenstein's dad is just like, treats him like an asshole. And I can't figure out why. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like talking about him in the, as if he's not there to the servants. Like, oh, this Burgermaster is a real idiot. <laughs> huh. I don't understand. The guy's maybe a big fat maybe, jerk. Maybe there's another cut scene. Yeah, uh, and so anyway, uh, Igor Fritz, I guess, uh, comes by Frankenstein, the monster, with a torch. Mm-hmm. The, the monster starts going crazy, and they're like, oh, no. Yeah, they um, hate fire. And uh, so they chain him up, mm. Dr. Frankenstein, and now the doctor who taught him is his friend now, I guess. Yeah. They chain him up, and Igor goes to where he's chained up and uh, taunts him with the fire because wow, he's kind of a simple guy. <laughs> And Frankenstein the monster breaks loose and, and murders him, hangs him. Oh, wow. And they find him later, and they're like, oh, no. And then uh, Frankenstein, I think, gets loose or something. Well, long story short, oh, no, no, no. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein's like, I'm going to get out of here. And he says to the his doctor friend, hey, uh, you kill him. <laughs> so the doctor's like, all right, I'm going to kill him. Fine, Guess I what? Guess. Just as Just as the doctor's trying to kill him, Frankenstein kills the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah this Frankenstein's very strong. And he leaves, and he's just roaming the countryside. And then uh, Dr. Frankenstein's like, all right, let's get married now. <laughs> well, our problems are solved. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't like know he, that, that his he... doctor friend got killed. He thinks the monster's dead. Why? And that the doctor's going to... Based on what evidence? Because he was like, hey, doctor, you'll just kill this monster, <laughs> yeah. and then you'll come to my wedding in a couple hours? And the doctor <laughs> was right. like, okay, cool. And then she's like, we'll start the wedding real quick. And then you, and then uh, the monster kills the other doctor, and then he's roaming around. But they're, get, they're like, oh, it's time to get married. But uh, the, the, uh, the fiancé, the bride, I guess, at this point, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she, she, uh, she's not his sister, by the way, or his cousin. Okay. I think she's just a lady. Well, why is he even attracted to her? Unknown, oh, not explained. Uh, she's like, oh, the, something's wrong. I think this monster's loose, and she has no idea. Yeah. Right? She's, what does she know? She's a telepath. He's like, all right, we'll wait for the doctor to come here, yeah. and then we'll get married. Then he'll tell we'll you We'll wait to for go. him to come here with uh, the monster's severed head. Exactly. The monster looks scary, too, Tom. He's got a flat top head. Yeah. Uh, and bolts in his neck. So anyway, the monster's roaming the countryside, mm-hmm. and he uh, then you see this farmer guy and a little girl. And uh, he's like, and the little girl's like, won't you play with me, Daddy? And he's like, that's enough playing for today. I have to go to town for something. I don't know. Yeah. And so, like, it's Sell like some this. Grain. It's like this seven-year-old girl or something, 
And he's like, all right. And she's like, oh, and like it's a, it's a very loving uh, father-daughter thing. He's like, I'll see you later when I come back. And then he kisses her on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if it was a real father-daughter thing, whatever, but it's like... But those are two actors. Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, I got the role. I kiss a seven-year-old girl on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, somebody, a stranger. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she's so she's playing by herself. She's throwing uh, flowers in the lake. Yeah, I like to do that And watching them float. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frankenstein, the monster, comes up, and she gets it. Get this, she's not even scared of him. She's uh, like, "Hey, you want to play?" Because she has a pure heart. Yeah, and she gives him some flowers, and they're throwing them in, and he watches them float, and they're going back and forth. And he runs out of flowers, so he picks up the little girl mm-hmm. and throws her in the lake, <laughs> thinking she's gonna float. She drowns, oh, and there's no. a whole thing. They had to cut that part out. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like that's pretty until, dark. Like, 1988. Um, but uh, there's this whole thing about how they had to do like a hundred takes or like many takes uh, before they got the one they needed, and this little girl couldn't swim. <laughs> um, and the take that they used, you can't even see her. They're like, they finally got the perfect take <laughs> that is that is a classic take. Her of that, out like, of frame. Yeah, like the Frankenstein's blocking her. I don't understand. But the 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 director promised her uh, any snack she wanted. Uh, if she would do more takes oh. of drowning. Well, but, she was... but did he preface it with, uh, let me be clear, these are 1930s snacks. Yeah, I think she was well aware of that because what she wanted was 12 hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> her favorite snack. It's <laughs> disgusting to eat all at once. Yeah, but guess what he gave her? Two dozen uh, oh, hard-boiled man. eggs because she did such a good job. Wow. So anyway, the, the and all she had to do was uh, kiss a strange old man on the mouth and drown a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> Two dozen hard-boiled eggs were hers. So the town, so the Frankenstein's are really rich. The family, right? So the mm-hmm. the Baron comes out and he's like, "Hello, peasants! Uh, I'm gonna give you beer," and they're yeah. all cheering for beer. He's like, "And we're celebrating uh, my son's wedding." Um, and just as they're all celebrating and everything, there's there's dancing in the streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the farmer guy is carrying the corpse of his daughter. Uh, he's he's like, not in a mood to celebrate. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, there's been a murder. And I forget who they think it is. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> then Frankenstein comes and tries to murder. Uh, the monster tries to come and murder the doctor and his wife. Yeah. Or his fiance, whatever, the bride. Um, but... You know, and he, he gets away, and then everybody figures out, oh, this monster probably killed that little girl. Mm. And then all the townspeople go after him with torches because he's afraid of fire. Um, and then uh, the one thing is they, they bring these dogs with them. Mm-hmm. Last 10 minutes of this movie is nothing but dogs howling <laughs> so loud. <laughs> it's like, we get it. There are dogs there. Can we put yeah, the dogs uh, a little quieter in the mix, guys? I understand it. it's The dogs are like Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, they go into this like old mill or something because uh, there's a windmill, yeah. And uh, Dr. Frankenstein chases them in there. It's just the two of them and the door gets locked. Um, and then Frankenstein like beats the hell out of him and throws him off the balcony and he hits the windmill and then falls to the ground. And then everybody's like, bring this doctor back to the town or whatever. And you uh-huh. think he's dead. And then they burn Frankenstein alive 
in this windmill and he's just running around screaming and shrieking. <laughs> it's the most it's horrible, Tom. <laughs> he's just like it's just like a guy like ah, 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 and like it's it's just like a four minute scene of him just like right, he's Burning. terrified of fire. Yeah. He's getting burned, he's burned to death, so they burn him to death. And then at the end, uh you see the doctor Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. He's recovering, but they couldn't get the actor back. The actor went; to, he left Hollywood or something, and went to like. And they were like, "Oh, we had to end it not with uh, ambiguous whether or not the the doctor died." So he's out of focus in the corner in a bed, and then his dad, the Baron, this asshole who was really <laughs> ma- mean to the Burgermeister for for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, there's all these uh, servants there. And he drinks wine in front of them, uh, but he doesn't give them any. And he's like, to my son, let's enjoy this wine. Well, you guys wouldn't appreciate it. I'll drink it. And it's just him drinking wine, and then the movie ends. <laughs> and he's he's cheersing his son who created a monster that killed a little girl. Yeah. I think what this was, this is probably like, this is like Depression era, right? Yeah. Maybe this is like trying to get people to turn against the rich. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's like a big, it's not dwelled upon in the book. Well, it's not dwelled upon, I think, because like Mary Shelley was like idol rich. Um, but so, she was like a, but a, but a wee uh, little yeah, girl she when was, she wrote it. Well, she was like, I think 18 when she yeah, wrote it. Yeah, but like, that's more than I ever did. Oh, yeah, but she was still like, you know, had a life of leisure in front of her. Like, she was very rich. Right. So I think she wrote a character that she could like identify with, but didn't realize like, oh, this guy's just like a real asshole. Like, he's just always having nervous fits, <laughs> and uh, like he doesn't have a job. He just like tinkers around with like old shit he found from the slaughterhouse all day. Yeah. <laughs> like and he the- feels like he's like, hey, don't bother me. I'm doing my experiments. Yeah. I mean, there's I like- get to do what I want. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Do you know who my daddy is? Yeah. You know, this is the kind of kid that's, uh, you know, uh, burning ants with a magnifying glass a few years before. And now he's like, I'm going to make life. Um, Yeah. He wants to be God. They're all real jerks. And like Mary Shelley was criticized. Mary Shelley was criticized for uh, something I noticed in the book, which is the captain, Victor Frankenstein, and the monster Frankenstein all speak the same way. <laughs> it's very confusing to read. Uh, this Frankenstein's so articulate. He reads uh, Paradise Lost while he's out in the woods watching really? his family. Yeah, wow. and and he really identifies with Satan. Does he? Yeah. Wow. He's like, ah, Satan's not such a bad from, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he did what he had to. I'll do what I have to. Do you think Satan's an incel? You think uh, this whole thing is just like, man, if I could just get laid, I'd extinguish all these fires. I mean, and Dr. Frankenstein just needed to tell, just needed to either uh, keep his promise to Frankenstein or kill Frankenstein. He always talks about how he's like, oh, if Frankenstein comes, boy, I'm going to beat the hell out of him. But it's like, no, you're not. Frankenstein's eight feet tall and you've never even fought him. And everybody Frankenstein's fought, I mean, granted, they're either, like, women or, uh, you know, like a 16-year-old sickly boy. He's very easily strangled to death. Yeah. Well, uh, I think both the monster and the man, Frankenstein, a couple of jerks. 
I would argue <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein's the real monster. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can also support the show by going to tcgte.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and tcgte.com slash pledge for our Patreon where you can get uh, weekly bonus episodes of things like Fast Food Friday and Justice League Minute yeah. and You Look Marvelous. Yeah. All kinds of different shows. And you get the whole back catalog when you sign up, too. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And uh, hey, how about uh, leaving us an iTunes review if you got a minute? Yeah. We haven't asked for that in a while. Yeah. And uh, look, not to be this doctor. Month we're doing our research for Halloween month. Yeah. Not for not to be all, you know, uh, unappreciative Dr. Frankenstein's about this. Mm. But yeah, why not? Rate and review. Yeah. Uh, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you like better? Uh, the Frankenstein from the book? Mm-hmm. The Frankenstein from the movie? Or Herman Munster. <laughs> I mean, of course, Herman Munster. Yeah. He's a Frankenstein. He is, yeah, he's a Frankenstein. He's not the Frankenstein. Uh, but, I mean, it was, like, it was super interesting to read this book. It's it's considered the, the first science fiction book by a lot of people. Is it good? Uh, it is good. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. No, it is. It sounded it, bad to me. The way that you talked about no, it. No, the thing was, like, the fact that I was so mad at these characters tells you that they're realistically portrayed. Like, I wasn't mad that, like, ah, this is written poorly. Like, the characters were so fleshed out that I was like, no, this sounds like an a- this sounds like a, a real asshole. <laughs> like, I know people like this. Yeah. I know people like Frankenstein's monster. Um so yeah, I mean, isn't me, Tom? Like Am I said, I they're the most like Frankenstein's monster. There were, so I don't know. Do you go around? Do you follow people around killing them unless they make you a, a bride? Mm. Actually, he doesn't even say bride. He's like, I just want a woman. Just make a woman who's real ugly like me, so nobody will take her, and then she'll be mine. And like Doctor Frankenstein's thing, and he's like. You know, when, like when he's trying to make her, he's like, hey, well, if I make this woman and she takes one gander at Frankenstein the monster and it's like, ooh, woof. Uh, you know, and why would she? He's got she? a lot of problems on his hands. <laughs> yeah. And there'd be some human man that would be like, oh, but you know what? I like her. I got Yeah, weird... I like her. Yeah, she's eight feet tall. I'm into it. Mm. Um, weird. And yeah, and weird. Uh, and yeah, so, but still. Dr. Frankenstein should should have been up front or should have made a harder effort to kill the monster and also shouldn't have lost track of the monster in the first goddamn place. Or maybe this can can serve as a cautionary tale. All you people out there, don't make monsters. Don't make monsters. That's that's as simple as that. If you do make a monster, don't run out of your house as soon as it comes to life and then have a nervous fit when when you come back and it's gone and then when it starts killing like everybody you love be like oh man it's a real shame i don't know who did that it's a great life lesson we'll see you next week for more of halloween month. month next week's gonna be a good one too we did it's a stunt episode time yeah live on location kind of a little bit well it's not live but it was on location yeah i mean we were on location for it we'll yeah. talk more about it la- next week so Not check it out. See you next week. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>